What's up, everybody? This is A7X Fan Ben, and welcome to Pirates with Ben, blog number 71. I didn't realize it had been like a full year since I did one of these, but uh, it's a good time to jump back into it because there's definitely some news to talk about. Uh, the first being that there's a tabletop simulator for Pirate CSG, as a lot of you probably already know, Joulm and some others, uh, such as Dododai and uh, Ard, uh, and others have collaborated to uh, bring Pirate CSG to Tabletop Simulator. There was already kind of like a small-scale, unfinished mod for it, but this one looks a lot better and has already seen a ton of work on it. So this is really exciting. Uh, I ch checked it out. I, didn't, I haven't played a game on it yet, but I checked it out for the first time the other day. It looks really cool. Uh, it's my first time using Steam, really, for any actual game playing, and first time using Tabletop Simulator. Uh, it's like $20. Uh, but you can also find it on some third-party websites outside of Steam for, for less if you look around a bit. Uh, so yeah, it's really exciting. There's a lot of stuff that's happened with it. I'm really grateful. I just want to have a huge shout-out and huge thank you to Joulm uh, and others that have uh, done all the like technical side of things and the texturing for the models and getting different game pieces into it, uh, things like that, and making it really come to life. Uh, very exciting. And hopefully we'll see more players playing online because i know a lot of people don't like the vassal module and how it's like top down and two-dimensional uh not as not as faithful visually and not as visually appealing as the original game so this will be uh, a lot more realistic looking compared to what people play in in the physical world so very exciting uh you can see the numbers have spiked on it uh, i've certainly bookmarked this page we'll certainly be playing around with it more and playing soon hopefully so Huge thank you to everybody who's contributing to that. Uh, still work, still work being done on it. So really exciting. Super grateful that we have technical uh, experts in the community that can make things come to life on a computer like this. Because I don't have, I don't have the skills that would would be able to do this. Maybe I could figure it out, but it would take me what's taken other people, you know, dozens of hours or whatever, um, or you know, quite a lot would take me like at least a thousand or more. So. <laughs> So very grateful for that. So thank you. Everyone's contributed. I highly recommend checking it out. I already see uh, 440 people current subscribed to it on uh, Steam. So that's cool. 31 favorites. So anyway, awesome thing to monitor going forward. And uh, hit me up if you want to try playing a game on there. Uh, and somewhat related to that, the scan project. Anybody can contribute to the scan project. This was started by uh, Thunder Brothers 99 of the Discord. And I want to specifically highlight that he uh, updated the master scan list uh, in May of this year. Uh, so that one is up to date. So you can check out which uh, ships and cards have not been scanned or which have, things like that. And he is currently working through a lot of scans. So a huge thank you to Thunder Brothers 99 as well uh, for contributing to that. That's helping bring models to life in the tabletop simulator mod and is also just an awesome project to document the game and uh, is really useful for 3D printers uh, as well, people that 3D print the ships and make replicas, things like that. And another thing, <laughs> I started making notes for this vlog back in December of last year, so so I might as well just hit all the bases. Uh, I want to shout out Luke Menzi for coming up with this cool idea where um, you, stern, you use a stern turn to get a little bit of extra movement on things like schooners, longships, anything that can move on a stern um there's basically a way to like move and then you stern turn um for some extra movement so it's an interesting thing i'll leave a link i'll make sure to uh make sure i include links to all this stuff as well in the description below so you can check out 
the various things that have been happening and the different news items that I'm talking about. This is just something that I don't know if it's come up before. Um, probably somebody at some point was doing it or thought of it, or maybe it was mentioned at the old WizKids forums, but I had never thought of it. So big up salute for, uh, for bringing this kind of strategy to light or this little, not so much strategy, but this movement tactic to go a little bit extra out of the ships that can stern turn. So really cool. I uh, love when things like that come up uh, in the 2020s, like long after the game has been out of print. Really cool to see anything new, really, for this game. Uh, it's just really exciting. It's like, wow, it's 2022 and we're still, people are still finding finding this stuff out. So it's really neat. Um, and on that note, there's also been some discussion in the Discord probably a few, few months ago about the being able to ignore terrain when you're overlapping fog to shoot. Uh, before you get sucked into the fog, so Wolf Wolf did rule that illegal, so that one's not not on the table, uh, literally. So unfortunately, that one's not gonna gonna work with the rules because uh, as soon as you once you overlap the fog and you get sucked in, it ends the move action. You can't you can't just shoot and then um, end the move. It's a little it's a little confusing uh, based on like the wording of the rules, but Wolf ruled it illegal, which I think is probably good, um, especially based on what. Some people were saying about how it can be overpowered or like a really good strategy to use. And of course, we can still do the thing where you get an extra action uh, move and then with a ship that has reverse captain, uh, shoot, and then use reverse captain to move into a nearby fog bank uh, right after the shoot. So you can still do that. Um, it just takes a little more, it's a little less efficient. You know, Normally, you'd want Micron or Del Flote uh, to uh, get an extra action or, of course, the ship has an extra action ability generator or a sack or whatever on there you could just use the ship for it so anyway still a viable strategy just not with that kind of little bit of a loophole workaround i thought it would work but um but yeah a little little too good to be true so that's fine um and uh just earlier today actually on june 10th um uh mr gladius from gladius games released his newest pirate csg price tracking list uh, so this is really awesome. Uh, huge shout out to Matt for doing this. And a thank you for, for continuing it because this is just super valuable uh, for collectors, buyers, sellers, everybody just to see what things have gone for. Um, and I only, I don't like to track everything. So I'm glad he is, uh, or at least tracking like a ton of stuff. I usually, I just watch the auctions and that's what my eBay price history spreadsheet has always been for. And I don't, I don't really plan to expand it beyond auctions. Uh, especially now that Gladius is doing this. Um, so I just track auctions, but this has like way more than that. So this is really cool. Uh, and it doesn't have, it has, it's got like all the recent stuff. Um, so this one is through essentially the first um, five months of the year through June 8th. So pretty crazy. I'm not going to go through all the numbers now. I'm hoping to get with some of the super collectors on a podcast in the future where we'll definitely talk about price histories and how things have gone up or, kind of different trends on different items and stuff like that but right away you can see like average price of a guichan like over 200 dollars bachuan's up to 130 i remember when that one was averaging like 50 or sometimes less quite a while back um delusion despite the plunder pack on sale hill still still going for about 55 on its own so a lot of crazy stuff um and interesting prices shoes you're on i'm seeing it's pretty pretty cheap compared to some of the other ones. Oh no, those are all. Oh, those are just for the single cards. That's not for the whole ship. Never mind. Yeah, of course. Anyway, so a lot of a lot of fun stuff to look through. Um, 
And yeah, so I won't spend too much time on that partly because I'm actually going to go through my eBay watch list, which has currently, I'm about to delete a ton of stuff now that I'm finally going to go through it. I've been waiting to do this vlog for a while because I really wanted to review eBay carnage and frenzies of the past few months. There were a ton of eBay auctions that ended in like April and May of 2022. A lot of interesting stuff, a lot of rare stuff, a lot of expensive stuff. So I'm just going to go what I think is reverse chronological order, like oldest to newest. I think there's 247 items in my eBay watch list right now, which is definitely more than I've ever had before. Usually I try to keep it below 50. And usually I can easily because there's not that many pirates auctions, but this has a lot of the past stuff that ended in the past two months or less. So I'm just going to go kind of zoom through it. I've been meaning to do this for a while, so it's kind of fun to see it. I've seen most of these already, but anyway, so like Mysterious Islands, super, uh, so they weren't super rares, but anyway, so like the, the three subs with like the linked crew, $113 just for those. Um, I'm not going to mention all of them, but Grand Dynasty at 56. I think the six masters have actually come down a little bit in the past, like two to four weeks. Uh, I've seen some for less than that. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, DJC Flying Dutchman for only 650. That's pretty good. Guichuan for 111. It's not punched. That's that's pretty solid actually for for a Guichuan. Uh, Spanish Dominion Factory set 255. SCS Factory set 1136 dollars. So pretty crazy. Uh, shows that South China Seas is still up there with the best of them for most expensive set. Um, although later on we'll see a little bit of a weird one where it went for a lot less than Frozen North. So and then Thane Heartless. Uh, that's not the one I bought. That was sold before the one I won. 31 for that one. Slipstream for 71. Um, so that's pretty That's pretty wild, considering that's only one of four game pieces in the Mysterious Islands message in a bottle pack. Uh, pretty crazy. I actually won that Spanish main lot for 15. Yeah, I won that one. A few of these I'll have won. Not many. Not the expensive stuff. Uh, MI Super Rare Pack, 126.50. Uh, some rare subs, not even the, not even the LDs, but some rare subs for over twenty. Sandy Percival for twenty six. That sounds about right, given how great she is in the game. Uh, let's see. I'm just gonna go through some of these. Some of the Rise of the Fiends uh, SE box ships for like between ten and twenty makes sense. I won some of the treasure cards for between like ten and twenty, so I was happy to get some of those. Uh, yeah, I won the Grape Shot Soulmark. Tabby, Tabby Cat, as I like to call her, Tabitha McWarren, 605. Garante for 275. That's a pretty good deal. So one thing I found interesting with this that I think did play out to some extent was that there were so many incredible auctions and highly sought-after items ending all in the same week or in the same day that some stuff inevitably kind of slipped through the cracks or maybe went for less than it would have gone for if it was selling outside of that crazy like frenzy window where people were having to put down a ton of money for a chum maker and maybe they didn't maybe they didn't go after the rares as much um and then i i was similar to other buyers though where like i purposely didn't go after the big stuff because i was hoping for stuff to slip through the cracks which some stuff did but a lot of stuff just kind of went for like what i kind of unsurprising prices um so yeah but the grante for uh 275 is definitely nice um and Scry and Bloody Throne, I won those two actually, and a couple of these other Spanish main ones. Yeah, I won some of that smaller stuff to get those off my wants list, which was nice. Um, Ocean's Edge, super rare, is not too valuable. Uh, Rono for 26, I think that was the one I won. Let's see what else we got here. Constitution for 380, that's a good deal. 
how good she is in the game. From the Savage for only 550. That's I think that's a good deal, personally. Especially for how versatile he is as a crew. He's the only home island horde crew in the whole game. So Gale Force 9 for only 10 bucks. That's that's pretty decent, actually. I would say. Uh, a German lot. Uh, pretty rare. Went for 31. And then here's yeah, some some stuff slipped through the cracks. So like the special edition sea line from uh, Ocean's Edge. Uh, yeah, not from South China Seas. Diff confusing card color, but anyway. Um, that one for one cent. So, so yeah, definitely some some deals to be had. Kind of just few and far between, in my opinion, at least. Obviously, my opinion is really pretty flawed too. I collected uh, mostly during the like buyers era of like 2009 to 2014. I bought like a good majority of my like play collection or first collection between 2011 and 2014. So some of these modern prices are just still pretty crazy to see i've gotten used to it but some of it's still pretty bonkers to me all right so we got some fire and steel five masters for like five um actually this is already oh this is way off huh oh it reset the number of items per page let me yeah those are no those are still those are still going on i don't know why it did that but that's probably just like on the page for too long or something let me see if i can reset it properly all right 100 items per page, so then there's only three pages to click through. All right, back to it. Yeah, so you go for time for 16, it's already more than that $10 one we saw earlier. Another delusion, the Frozen North tournament kits, we're always gonna go for a lot, over 100 for for all three of the ones I'm seeing here. So yeah, Baba Yago, that one went for 115.50, so no surprises really. BC Crew, I'm kind of always surprised by how much those go for, because they're like proxies by definition or by default and they're just cardboard but um but anyway those have gone up quite a lot i remember you could get those for one to five bucks or or less yeah less than like one to three bucks each um but anyway i, I won the booty finder in the gf9 token lots finally got those which you'll see in my other video uh kraken for 37 Bouchin for 93 all four krakens from Caribbean for 114. It's not too bad. Um, so I'd be like a little under, yeah, I'd be like a little under 30 each. So the historical Fire and Seal pack for 71 sounds about right, seems reasonable. Um, Chum Maker was a big one, went for 305. I don't know. It's not really that surprising, really. I was kind of more surprised by the Spectre. I was kind of excited that one got to 250. I was lucky to get uh, a couple Spectres in like 2020 2021 or yeah i guess 2021 and um i got kind of well yeah one of them was lucky that whole ferns gave to me and then um the other one was like in that lot with the two raptor moths and the rise of the fiends factory set so i got kind of lucky on both i guess but kind of exciting to see such an interesting ship one of only a couple glow-in-the-dark ships in the game get up to 250 so pretty wild 250 for a specter Polaris 110.50. Yeah, we're getting into some of the crazier stuff, in my opinion. Um, yeah, 110 for a single icebreaker. It's pretty wild. It is from the Frozen North, uh, that LE pack, but anyway. Um, the Wallace. Let's see what we got here. Regent. Elsinore for 65. Bobby Aga went up to 89. So I know a lot of people were looking for that one. Rise of the Fiends Factory set, 300. Seems about right. That's got the LEs and everything that are pretty hard to get. So, um, now the Rise of the Fiends. This is kind of fun, dude. Kind of like extrapolate prices. 
I mean, one one auction for each doesn't mean that much, really. But yeah, like for Rise of the Fiends full set. But then it doesn't have like the the SEs and the LEs that the factory set lot has. So it's kind of interesting to extrapolate LE prices based on that. So uh, Parent Steel base set went for almost two fifty. Let's see what else we got. DGC SR is one hundred two. Oh, this was this surprised me a bit. Caribbean Supers for almost 200 that was that was kind of wild to me um because we'll see i think we'll see the base set go for like less than 100 later or something like that i think we'll see it so that's 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 a lot um i don't i don't think i've seen the carrion srs go for that much so i'm kind of used to those going for maybe like 80 to 120 maybe so it's quite a bunch it seems like to me um again take all my opinions with a grain of salt and feel free to leave your own in the comments too um, what you what you expected to go for more, what you expected to go for less, or what kind of shocked you in a good way or a bad way, or if you kind of got away with some some deals that fell through the cracks, if you know what I mean. Um, oh, okay. So the base set went for like one. Yeah, the base set went for like the same price as the supers, which is still kind of interesting. So I guess that's fair, uh, especially the base base set. Uh, let's see, Caribbean, Spanish main, Spanish main. That's pretty. I like this deal. That's pretty solid, um, like a dollar per per game piece, basically for Spanish main uh, base set. I kind of like that deal. I was like, I was in on that until probably one twenty. I may have been the second to last bidder. Uh, Crimson Coast up to the Roanoke for one eighty two fifty. I like that too. Crimson Coast is an amazing set. I think that's a. I think that's a pretty solid solid price. I like that price. Uh, Minnow for fifty six fifty five. Yeah, some of these LEs are just really tough to find, so it's it's fair they go for this much. It's just especially when they're like mediocre ships, it's harder for harder hardcore players like me to justify spending that much. It's kinda like kinda iffy. It's like yikes. Um a fearsome creature for fifty one sixty five, quite a bunch. Kinda funky that that sells for more than the Kraken, but yeah, just kinda the random whims of eBay. The Kraken itself went for seventy one, so so whoever got that deal on all four Krakens for like 114, that's 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 pretty solid in this day and age with the Krakens going up in price. So another Guichuan, another Delusion, Knox for 2125, Nautilus and Captain Nemo, that linked combo for 72. So that's 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 a lot. Uh Alligator for 49, Dungeon for 26, kind of a deal, I guess, compared to the other LEs from Davy Jones Curse. Most of these went for under 50. It looks like all of them pretty much. So yeah, not too crazy. Howl for 51. Yeah, I was on. I was on. I was in on the Denver for a while. I might just put 3D print that one. I think I want to say my max bid was either 60 or 65. I was close. Um, I just couldn't justify more. I don't know, man. It's tough. That's one I've wanted for a while, and I know that used to sell on eBay. I want to sell, say, like 2011, 2014. There were definitely, I definitely have some data entry points on my spreadsheet for like a dollar or like five bucks on the Denver, but I missed out. I should have. I thought it was more common, I think. So, so now that it it's not that easy to find, let alone cheap, is I didn't really know that was going to happen. So, oh well, I might just three print that one. We'll see. Uh, unlike the Obago promo, which is still common, so. Uh, then we got some mysterious islands LEs going in that like twenty-five to fifty range. Um, the Renard up at fifty-five. I think that was leading the pack. Most of them went for like forty-one, 
probably the same buyer. Oh, this was weird. Yeah, Flegius, however you pronounce it, 94. It's pretty wild. <laughs> and these are these are not good ships for gameplay. I know that doesn't matter, but in this case, but it's just still a little bit wild to me. Yeah, most of them went for like 40 to 50 for MI stuff. Another MI SR set 83. The Mercury by itself, 7350. Only a tiny bit more than slipstream. Um, and then, oh yeah, see, see, this is where it gets wild because that other slipstream we saw was 71 and then here's one for 16. So it just gets, it's hard to predict. So yeah, I won Thane Heartless and I won these two. So Thane Heartless and the abandoned crew because I have a Mercury and I have a 3D printed slipstream. So these were the last two I needed for that little pack. Um, so I was happy to get both of those. Mr. The, the MI abandoned crew was like just about my number one priority. Denver was up there with it, but but yeah, I had a pretty high bid on the MI uh, abandoned crew. So not triple digits, but yeah, I was going to win that one, it looks like. So South China Sea is base set for only 500. So yeah, I mean, obviously it doesn't include like uh, everything that comes in the factory set, but that's still a pretty good deal. I mean, this is, and yeah, this, this is kind of what I mentioned earlier. Like Frozen North went for almost twice as much for the base set. So that's that was one of the most shocking things to me out of this whole thing because South China Seas is pretty much always more expensive than Frozen North. I know Frozen North has skyrocketed in the past, like since COVID or whatever, but um, this was still really surprising to me. So to the point where I would say it's a pretty darn good deal on South China Seas, especially because we saw the factory set of SCS at 1136. So, so yeah, pretty solid. Um, just kind of breeze through some of these. Oh, yeah. So, my pick for number one most shocking is definitely the Frontier for 112.50. So, I saw this. This was at that same amount, like, pretty early, too. Like, it had, I want to say I had, like, multiple days left. So, just kind of a freak outlier. This is just bizarre. I don't know. And people on Discord were talking about this, too. Of course, Discord was, was a fun time. Uh, I missed some of that. But, but this is just wild. 112.50 for a hoist. It's not the Maui. Maui's fish hook, it's not the super rare, it's just like a rare hoist. Um, and knowing some of the deals I got on Savage Shores back in the day makes this seem even more absurd. Um, and yeah, and yeah, you see the Buscador 16, that's pretty fair. Hoists are really good in game. Savage Shores has become quite a bit more scarce, uh, past like five plus years, but but 112.50 for a frontier is definitely, I, I would say that's still probably my number one pick for most shocking here um yeah frozen north like a bunch more than scs is pretty crazy too and the specter for 250 that was more than i expected to go for but frontier for 1250 is just tough to beat that's that's wild and 40 bids is a ton of bids so that, that was that was a wild one uh barbary coast sr set for 113.50 i think i was in on that pretty late but uh let's see terex both of those both basically both going for 31 uh native canoes have gotten really expensive too i mean you're looking to pay them like five to ten bucks per canoe so it's kind of interesting to think about uh soul crusher for 76 is quite a bunch speedy oh i didn't i don't think i saw this one or at least barely speedy return for 61 uh is a really good ship yeah that was a nice looking lot there Kimball king mirage yeah, Savage Shores, 10 Masters. Yeah, American Canoes for 53 That's $10, almost $11 per canoe. Uh, let's see. 
Loki's Revenge. I was I was wondering this one was going to go bonkers because so many people in Discord were hyping it up. It's like a ship they really wanted or one of their favorite cursed ships. I was I was like wondering if this was going to be one of the crazy ones. Like if I was going to predict what would be the most shocking, I think this or Baba Yaga would be like my bet to go for like three hundred plus. Um, so I'm actually I actually kind of thought this one might would have gone like totally out of control with like like a three three or four person bidding war or something like that so so overall it's actually less than i thought it that was one of the few this is like one of the few game pieces in this day and age or auctions nowadays in the 2020s where it went for less than i expected to usually stuff just goes for more than i would ever dream would have ever dreamt of but um yeah i won that silver explorer the french one i just don't i don't have all the frozen north le's yet so it's just a random crew so Pick that one up, uh, Dharma for 36. Yeah, Loki's Revenge was interesting. I was kind of sadistically hoping it would go for some ludicrous amounts for kicks. It's one of my favorite cruise ships too, but I just find it kind of funny sometimes what some of the stuff goes for. Uh, Mysterious Islands, another MI SR pack. I think that was the highest of the three. And then another Frontier for 54. So Frontier is in high demand for sure. All right, let's get through this. There's so many. Zeus for 221. Uh, let's see. Oh, this was kind of, this was a lot. Davy Jones Curse, SE box chips. I know those are the more rare. I'm pretty sure of the four, that's the more like rare quartet, if you will. But 30 per, per four master is still quite a bunch. So, and yeah, you, yeah, you can see the other ones going for like eight, eight each, essentially. 32 over four. Uh, Three DGC LEs for 64. Not bad. It's only like 21 each. Uh, Kalmar for 44. Black Bart going for 51. This was one that surprised me. I thought the Queen Anne's Revenge would sell for more, for sure. Like maybe in like the 40 to 80 range. So 20 for that seems like a solid deal. Blackbeard Link Crew went for 44. So I guess that inflates it, especially as the same seller. Yes, it, in general, I thought the Fire and Steel historical pack stuff would go for more. Or would be in like higher demand, so kind of interesting to see. RV factory set. Uh, okay, at one thirty. Let's see, just some random motion edge stuff. Yeah, the OE super rare pack is probably the cheapest at this point. At one point, the Rise of the Fiends one I think was the cheapest, but it looks like OE has probably got that title now. Sea Duck, Sea Phoenix, Eastwind, Boost Gore for thirteen fifty. Um, yeah, Mysterious Islands booster pack lot, 330. Not too surprising. That's, that's in high demand. It's got a lot more scarce. The Crusher for 40, that one's, that's, that's kind of expensive for that one. Um, then the rest of the super pack going for about 20 from the same seller. And then here's the, here's the, like, the six masters I was talking about that have actually gone down in value a little bit, or at least in prices for auctions. So. Six Masters under 40. I don't know. I haven't seen that in a little while. I feel like these have really blown up since COVID. So Grand Mountain, Grand Path going for a little bit less than I would have would have thought. Uh, the Woden for 36. It's pretty, seems kind of high, but I don't know. Uh, Cheyenne Longship for 67. Really showing how pricey Frozen North has gotten. It's pretty wild. Super Rare Black Pearl for 37. Rest of the Super Rare Pack kind of less makes sense. 
But yeah, if you add those up, I mean, it's going to be a lot less than the 178 or whatever we saw earlier. It'd be like 57 and 20. So yeah, close to like 80 total, for example. So less than half of what the getting it all together sold for. So kind of interesting. I was in on the Phoenix. Still need that one. Uh, Neptune went for more, actually. Uh, this surprised me a little bit. Fire and Seal Super Rare Pack uh, for 105.50. Definitely more than I've seen it go for in general. Here's a Caribbean SR pack. So it looks like, yeah, this kind of makes it look like the, the 178 was an anomaly. That one kind of just blew up a bit. So breeze through these, niggling for 26. One of the pricier commons ever, I guess. Uh, some Frozen North. This is a good deal. Frozen North UTs, four for four for 550. That's nice. Harbinger. All right, I'll breeze through these. Crimson Coast, yeah, that one I had up in another tab because this was Crimson Coast base set and ghost LEs for 423. So, not too surprising, really, uh, especially with those LEs being quite quite rare. Uh, Spanish Canoes, no, yeah, Spanish Canoes for 31. Beowulf for 51. Yeah, these icebreakers are just really, really pricey. Yeah, Matt was talking about how the Boutrons for 71 72 is kind of cheap so they're cheaper than usual and then we get into the stuff that's still ongoing so that's that's the stuff that's ended and then there's stuff available uh right now too some of this will be changed since it ended but yeah nautilus and i faced this going for over 75 ending by the time this gets posted um so yeah i'll leave a link i'll leave an affiliate link to the to my like default auctions uh, link on eBay. So pretty interesting stuff. The Verdani super rare from Frozen North one bid at basically 60. So interesting stuff. There are some potential deals to be had, but probably most of the stuff is going to go up quite a bunch. So I think there's still some stuff for cheap in the auctions, but who knows what will happen over time, of course. So there's an interesting one. This one, it's getting expensive, but this one has like the Savage Shores, 10 Masters, and the different SEs from the set all in one lot. So that's a that's a cool one. If you don't have any of those, the Mega Card stuff from Savage Shores, that's definitely one to, to check out. So, all right. So, crazy stuff on eBay. Fun times. Definitely some records set, especially with, like, the Frontier, the Spectre, I imagine, and some other stuff for sure. So, always fun to see. Frozen North is definitely getting really crazy. I mean, the fact that it's like competing with South China Seas for most expensive in various ways. I mean, some of those, yeah, some of those icebergers are going more for this than the Six Masters. Uh, sometimes way more because Cheyenne was like twice as expensive as one or two of those Six Master auctions. So just totally, totally wild. I didn't really expect that to ever happen. But yeah, Frozen North, very high demand, very expensive. So, so now we'll get into the, like the regular segments or the you know, scheduled segments of the blog. Um, this was always going to be one of the longest ones just because the eBay review and then the news to cover. But now we're going to like the default programming. <laughs> so deal of the day. Um, I've got a couple picked out just because I have no idea where these auctions are going to go. Hills Wholesale Gaming doesn't have any sales right now when I'm recording this. So deal of the day right now, I would say it's just those auctions I mentioned earlier uh, a few minutes ago where like Savage Shore Super Air Pack is still cheap. Um, and then there's some like one cent things being bid on that are cheap. Um, 
Mont Blanc flotillas. So, so yeah, there's, if you just go through the, the affiliate link, I'll put it in the description, you'll see some interesting stuff. Um, so, oh yeah, I didn't even see this. Yeah, there's some LE um, Frozen North crew. I'll probably, I'll, I'll check some of those out. I don't think I'm even, yeah, some of these I didn't actually see yet. So, so I'll definitely watch those. Long ships will inevitably get kind of expensive, but, but yeah. So plenty, plenty of action still to be had on eBay for sure. So interesting stuff as usual. All right, let's move on. Uh, the other deal of the day, I just I want to provide provide like a non eBay or non auction option, especially in case all those just get completely crazy, which is possible, or none of, maybe none of them will be like deals as I call it. So uh, Marine Tiger, I haven't really talked about that much. It's uh, operated by user Mind uh, from Miniature Trading. Uh, totally trustworthy website i bought from him probably twice i think always a good time um and he has he still has a lot of good deals on commons and uncommons so for example san pedro is one of the best ships in fire and steel um and one of, really one of the better spanish ships in the game plus two gold ability great ship good gold runner solid hybrid um three in stock dollar 50 each so you know sounds great great for gameplay not anything rare or anything, but I think still still qualifies for a good deal of the day. And now we'll move on to card of the day. So I'll go 1 through 14 to include Return to Savage Shores. Set number 8 should be Frozen North, hopefully. I'm going to be rusty. Okay, yeah, it is. DDC is 6, so Frozen North is 8. So we'll go to number 303, probably, something like that, for that pack that we were just seeing. Yeah, Owen's Revenge 303. Yeah, that's real trivia. Can you name 1 through 14, what were all the sets numbered? And then can you name the the max game piece number in each set? Fun trivia questions. Uh, all right, 10. All right, so I got to contribute. I got to continue the the trend of uh, guessing what game piece. So number 10 should be a long ship. Um, I don't know. I just saw Fenrir on eBay. Maybe it's that one. Yeah. 10. So zero and 0 I'm going to guess Woden, actually. But I don't know. We'll see. Let's see what we got. Okay, it is Woden. I feel like I feel like that kind of comes with an asterisk because I just saw one of those auctions on eBay and I have no idea if I saw like the card number or not. I, I didn't look at it on purpose, but this is kind of kind of an asterisk in the guessing game in this blog history. So, so Woden is a weird one. She's got the gold capture ability built in. So 18 points, two massive longship, uh, five cargo, which is awesome. L move, uh, good cannons, and of course you'll shoot twice with each with longship, and then win supporting party, catch the crew, the highest gold cost, and then unload it for gold at your home island. So interesting ability for a ship to have built into it. Uh, not too many ships with that ability, certainly. Uh, problem is, as a two master, um, even with any longship like benefits with boarding. She's not going to be like super competitive with boarding because it's a small ship. So it's kind of a hard ability to take advantage of on a ship this small. Um, it's just like it's one of those things where, like, with a lot of long ships, even more so in this case, because you're paying nine points per mast, which is uh, a lot, uh, you're going to be investing a ton of points into like a fragile ship that could be sunk really quickly and probably pretty easily by an enemy. Uh, it's going to be hard to get the first shot. Um, you're not likely to be going much faster than L plus S. 
uh, unless you go like multi-faction and get a navigator in there. Uh, she's probably not going to have like an extra action generator of any kind on board. Um, so it's not for the Vikings. It's not a terrible ship. Like great cargo, good cannons, powerful abilities, but it's tough to like take good advantage of her or like use her effectively. And you know you're going to be investing at least twenty three points with a captain helmsman. Quite possibly more, I would say. She can be a decent hybrid. I guess the best you could hope for the ability is either to like um, get lucky against like an enemy gunship and capture like a high value crew, or maybe if there's enemy gold runners in play that are also slow, you could hunt them down. But you're probably not going to get too many high point crew out of that. So, so not a not a great ship. Raking out of ten, maybe like a five out of ten. I don't know. I think of like six out of ten as average. So maybe realistically, probably more like four out of ten. Um, Got to be honest about that point cost. I don't. I don't really dislike this ship. It's just realistically, it's going to be pretty hard to use. It's not going to be competitive at all, and you're just paying a lot for something that's kind of likely to be sunk like really fast. So I don't want twenty three points getting sunk on three hits. Um, not too often. So. Not a, not a terrible ship. Um, she's got some stuff going for her, but you're just paying a massive premium for a very fragile asset. So um, so now we get into the pictures of the day, which are fun. So T26E4 posted this uh, in the battle report. It's part of the Discord. Um, being a large French versus American battle that will likely wrap up a mini campaign event running. Americans are making the first strike against the larger French fleet. So I just wanted to check this out. Uh, I didn't look at this in full size either, so it makes it look even cooler. So I always like to bring attention to campaign games. Looks like he's got some homemade trade currents going on there. Tons of islands, island chains. That's really fun. I kind of want to play a game more like this where there's like really tight maneuvering windows because of like connected islands. Usually I do it with terrain, but I haven't done connected islands in like a really tight setup like this in quite a while. So this actually makes me want to do that almost like a inland waters or like riverine type type deal or like really tight maneuvering situations so pretty sweet got a lot of ships involved so love seeing any kind of campaign action or bigger battles so always want to bring attention to that stuff interested to see, interested to hear how it may have ended um or if he's going to do more so thanks for sharing on that just as a quick little additional picture i played a game on international tabletop day with a couple people a couple friends in washington um about a week ago and i used an all wind catcher fleet you can check out the link in the description below to see how the the game went um i kind of like i just kind of like the color contrast of these i didn't realize how much i would like the aesthetic of the fleet until it was out uh in fully built it was the first time I used HMS Mirage, and I liked how her white and like maroon red contrast against like the blue and white, the blue of the Ghost Walker, and then the Mystic behind there with the black and like parchment colored sail colored sails. So fun game. It was it was an interesting game. Uh, had most of what you want in a pirates game in it. So it was fun. All right. So I encourage you to get on Tabletop Simulator. Uh, check that out. Huge thanks to everybody who's making progress on that. Has contributed to it as well as a scan project. I got some some of my new stuff from eBay. I should try to scan because I think some of that might be new to the scan project. And question of the day to wrap things up is: Did you win anything from the recent eBay frenzies? Uh, and as a follow on, you could you could say what you what you got uh, if you want to if you want to share. And then obviously, like I said earlier, if there's anything that 
kind of shocked you in like in terms of stuff that you thought would go for way less or way more things like that any deals that you saw slipping through the cracks maybe any any auctions that ended that i missed uh or didn't watch uh that i'd be interested to know about too so feel free to answer all those questions in the in the comments check out the links uh for the resources in the description thanks for watching leave a like comment subscribe all that and uh let me know what kind of videos you want to see me make uh later this year thanks for watching and i'll see you again in the next video